Welcome everybody to the It's a Crazy Life podcast. My name's Sarah and I will be your host. This podcast is dedicated to raising awareness for mental health whilst helping to end the stigma. It is my intention with this podcast to motivate, educate and inspire you on your very own journey to become the best versions of yourself. Bonjour everybody and welcome back to the It's a Crazy Life podcast. Apologies that I didn't get this show out last Saturday. My life is a thousand miles per hour and I am going to tell you all about it in a couple of shows time. I promise, I promise, I keep saying this but I will, I will tell you all about it. Um, But anyway, today we're going to be hearing part two of my show with Andy Morgan all about self-harm and in today's episode we're going to be hearing the safe ways in which you can practice self-harm to release that heat and that emotion that you feel within your body. Um, We do actually go into some of Andy's views on judgment and compassion for each other and ourselves. So I can't wait for you to hear this. Let's dive on in. Okay, so tell us then, um, how can we make self-harm safe? Because it's quite clear that we're all going to get angry, we're all going to get emotional, and we're all going to have this heat at some point in our lives. So for anybody out there who's listening, who may be worried about their, you know, a family member or boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, whatever it is, how do we make self-harm safe? How do we release this heat safely? Okay. First and foremost, this is where one of the little golden rules come from, is allow yourself to express in the way that you want to express. And this is where the early stuff kind of comes in. When we start working on this, this is where it gets a bit muddled because we start doing things that are childish and silly and seemingly inappropriate. And they go, why, am I, why do I want to do something as silly as that? That's just so, child- I want to scribble on the walls. I want to go and, and you know, splash in puddles and jump up and down and run naked in the streets why probably because they came from when you were a child and your childhood part of you wanted to scribble on the walls because it was annoyed with 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 parents or do this and do that so part of the confusion is, is you get urges and things that are that are they don't fit with the modern you or the adult you or whatever it is that's because they're not from the modern you and the adult you they're, they're usually from they're very often from childhood so allow yourself to express in whatever way possible without doing harm to yourself or to others this is one of the little golden rules so let yourself write it so writing letters writing uh, writing writing um, write whatever you want to write however you want to write it. it's a big fat crayon and you're just going i am pissed off with the world write it down why because you want to yeah um, writing letters to yourself, writing letters to family, writing letters to parents, writing letters to yourself, you know, dear me, dear me at age eight, you know, or dear me when whatever. Um, painting, colouring, singing. Um, yes, go for a run, but at the end of it, when you break down into it, go for the run with the, with the intent to purge that emotion from you in some way shape or form so when you break into out in tears it's tears with joy and with happiness and with satisfaction and yes that's the problem that's the root. talk that was always one of my things as i is you know as you can tell i'm fairly verbose i always have been but if you keep it in your head the the, the value of letting it out and expressing if you keep it in your head it will spiral it will stagnate it will bore into your brain until it's until it's the, to the horrible depths and it'll it'll twist and turn and migrate and be deformed and shift over time. 
So allow yourself out. It's out of your head. It's out of your body. It's out of your heart. It has been expressed. And it is now on paper, on card, on the walls, whatever. What the hell? So first and foremost, allow yourself to express and allow others to express. If you, if someone, if you, if you annoy somebody and they say, that made me really angry, rather than going, well, that doesn't make any sense. I didn't mean to make you angry because you might, you probably didn't. You probably triggered something from their childhood. Just go, okay, what is it about that made you angry? And tell me about it. Um, it's not an easy thing to be because, or, or to do, because sometimes you're, you're, you're the bad guy. You triggered them through no intent for yourself uh, or you triggered yourself through no intent for yourself somebody said something somebody did something and it hit on something from childhood but if they understand that you're going through the process of expressing and you are willing to have a non-judgmental conversation with them and then you you can go well it really pissed me off because it reminded me of when or you sounded just like mine mm. or or that just it just triggered from when i was a kid okay tell me about it. what happened if they're willing to you know, um so that's that's kind of the long-term thing of not allowing that heat to build up so yes if you feel an emotion you put it in a box if it's inappropriate or you can't do it at the time you put it in a box let then get it out of the box as fast as possible as soon and as, as easily as possible and in, in a way that suits you right so then there is no build up you're living in the moment and when you there are next there are sort of further levels where you you simply express it openly you're going that was a, that was a really pissy thing you just said uh, or that one really annoyed. Oh, that's what I meant. Okay, I appreciate that. It came from blah, blah, blah. great. Let's move on. And things become very organic and very quick. And um, so people uh, people go into the uh, the dark state, the dark place um, where people go. Um, you you find yourself. You get out of that far faster and faster. Wow. And you no longer go into it and mull around and stew and everything else because you're processing. And then you also learn to realize that you're the one keeping yourself in that dark place because you go to that dark place to mull and go. Yeah. Why am I here? Because I'm angry. Why am I angry? Because I was. Because they pissed me Okay. So we're the ones who are causing the drinking. We're the ones who are causing the eating. We're the ones who are sitting there stewing and mulling and writing nasty things. Like and we go, oh, well, what could we be doing? Well, we could be processing this and we could be dealing with, or we could be getting on, or we could just be getting on in our lives and not letting that person, that past, that history that moment control us which is what it's doing you're sitting there pissed off about somebody or something that happened to you two days ago three days ago four days ago and you're still there you're still carrying that and then you go so i choose to get out i choose to turn on the light switch i choose to walk out and i'll process it on the way out drawing a picture on the wall as I go. it's not that simple but it can be and it does get easier I suppose. Um, go on. I was going to say. I suppose, it, like practice, practicing. Like it's going to take you a long time at, at, at first to be able to go right. I need to go and process this. But if you if you're aware of it and you keep doing it, it'll become quicker. Yes, because it's like it's like gaining a new skill. You, if you have spent your entire life, if you spent thirty years not expressing yourself and believing you are always wrong, yeah, you are completely unpracticed. At actually believing that you might be right yeah so you have to teach yourself you have to remind yourself you have to relearn so you have all, all the skills that were embedded into you up to the age of eight so we learn um, a majority of our rules of how the world works by the age of eight or uh, seven or eight um which is why we don't necessarily get them or remember them because they're embedded before we really understand the world and are conscious of uh, of how we interact with it 
you know we don't we don't realize how we respond to the world at that age we just do what we do but we actually do what we've been told we do what we've been taught and then we continue those behaviors and then later on we just go well, why do i always eat with my fork like that why do i always why do i really hate when people chew their mouth over oh because i used to do that as a kid and i was told off by it and now i you know oh yeah da, 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 da. and you start to find the ripples back um so yeah you are unlearning an entire lifetime of the rule book of the of the of the of how you work how you run how you operate and that takes time and patience and love if you picked up a piano if you have picked up a piano, picked up a guitar and you started learning guitar you wouldn't necessarily or if you then responded in you know hating it oh, i can't i can't learn a, i can't learn a guitar in a day god but people do it and i'm 30 years old why i'm 30 years old 40 years old 50 years old why can't i why can't i get why can't i get a grasp of this you've never done it before give yourself a break you've never learned this before yeah. so relearning relearning those habits of, of communication and and expression freedom of expression that they have never been allowed to never allowed themselves to do and we have to relearn how to do it and that it's okay and if you're in the wrong crowd and what i mean by the wrong crowd if you're in the wrong crowd where you try and change who you are and they claw you back or they hold you to account or they try and reinforce the old rules and you go well hang on I'm trying to change this and they're telling me I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe you're standing in the wrong crowd. Yeah. Maybe you're standing with the wrong people. You're standing with the people who, who were around you before to reinforce the rules for you to realize that those rules are wrong. Now you don't need to be in that crowd anymore. And you don't want to be in that crowd because uh, there's a, was a lovely one. Before you diagnose yourself with low self-esteem and anxiety, check that you are not in fact surrounded by insults brilliant yeah excuse the language but it is the thing it, it, you sit there going well everyone tells me that i'm wrong yeah but what if that's because everyone else is wrong yeah if you are right for you if you are following what you believe is right yes it will change yes it will evolve yes it will uh, you, you will learn but if you feel at your heart that what you do what you say what you draw what you wear is right for you and no one else likes it that's their problem not yeah massive so living a life of self-love living a self living a life where you choose your reality you choose how you behave again you're going to learn in the meantime yes there's the heat so how do you deal with the heat so there's a couple of couple of simple methods straightforward methods and um, people may already be doing this running their hands and wrists under cold or cool water right um people, some people will probably go for cold drinks not ideal that necessarily the metabolism but this principle is the same shaving their head wearing wearing less clothes they're trying to cool themselves down having cold showers um so if you look at well wim hof made this very very famous i mean the wim hof method people may just look at the method and go yes it helps but if you look into the why it was his it was originally his coping mechanism to deflect from the grief of the loss of his work wow and the, the ice cold water made him shift into survival mode so all the grief and loss and worry and emotions took a back seat because it's like i've just got to stay alive yeah. but in that moment and in that time that's when you do the the most important step which is do the work to do the process to release the causes of the heat so as an alternative to to self-harming you can also do various practices um, in chinese medicine one, one particular one called gua sha 
which is a form of, which is, it's called scraping. So using a blunt tool, a Chinese soup spoon, a jade tool, they're getting very, very popular for facials. You can pick them in TK Maxx these days. Um, but what they do is Gua Sha is a particular therapy that um, induces 400% increase in local blood flow, which causes a massive tidal wave of fresh blood to come up to the surface, which obviously causes a fantastic healing effect. So we use it in Chinese medicine to, to cool down hot air in a hot zone. The great thing is you can do Gua Sha entirely safely on the wrist. So you can do your, so your the same action, but you swap you know, nails or God forbid, you know, sharp implements. Um, and I'm not even going to talk about the fact that some places, instead of trying to understand self-harming, will give them sterile razor blades, because if they're going to cut, they may as well not get tetanus. And I I've heard that firsthand. That's not, that's not secondhand. I've heard that firsthand. What? But that's I'm not even going into Not even going to. No, no, let's knock. <laughs> I was just about to get angry then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> again, they, again they don't they don't understand the cause behind it and they're trying to help because i can't stop you from cutting so i'm going to stop you from getting sick from doing it so i will i will give you things that are clean and i'll stitch you up afterwards nice idea but really not getting to the root of the problem it's just making it's just validating cutting yeah um and that is so anyway um so change the nails change the rubbing a gua sha tool get some nice coconut oil on there you, you get an ice cold tool you do you learn gua sha you learn how you learn the practice which uh, i we teach you know the school teaches it i um, i do it as a, as a workbook and we do it as a as a short course like a day um then you get the heat release then you get the same action you then get the emotional release it gives you the headspace to be able to process all of these things with cold water and cold showers and the gua sha are ways to allow you to sleep, allow you to think, allow you to survive your day so you can consciously work out um, how to get to the bottom of the bucket. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put a link to a gua sha talk because I've got one. I know exactly what so I'll put a link on, on the Facebook group underneath yeah. this episode because, yeah. wow. So, so, so by gua sha the wrist, in the same position where you're cutting that will release the same amount of emotion as the cut would it will it may not release the amount of heat but it will release a significant amount of heat but the great thing is you can do it in other areas you don't have to release from the wrist the golden rule about a golden rule about heat releases you can release from anywhere in the body and you're still getting a heat release so you can guasha if you want you can sit there and you can guasha your forearms you can guasha your legs you can it's a little extreme but it would get out the heat and without the main thing is without causing the damage to the body that scratching and cutting does or burning or whatever else um so yes you can do that the, the other great the other advantage we've got with learning gua sha is gua sha is actually one of our therapies we, we use for breaking down scar tissue so not only are they allowing the self-healing of getting out the heat and giving themselves the headspace they can also reduce the scar tissue if they choose to from historical practices oh wow that's good that's really good to know because some people might be you know ashamed of it and think i need so so they can do that as well at the same time so it is one of the therapies that we use um that we use in clinic for reducing scarring the gua sha the rubbing the friction the the, the movement of it breaks down the scar tissue and generates new healthy skin to grow underneath and breaks down the scars so it is a form of self-healing, not only on an emotional level, but also on a physical level as well. Wow. Like... So it's just, it's just a fantastic...
Yeah, because my next question is going to be, do you deal with this in your practice or, but you've just said there about the scar. So, do, do, so tell us, tell us what you do in your practice then around this. Okay, so, so directly relating to this, um, I, I've written a, um, I suppose it's a short book, a short book going over a lot of what we've talked about. So readdressing the stigmas, changing the perspective of the stigma and then giving an introduction to um, to Gua Sha as an alternative therapy. Um, uh, we then offer that, so Steph and I then offer that. So we'll come to, to uh, places or schools or wherever place of work and give that as a, as a talk with the tools or we provide the tools, we provide the training, we provide the basic um, in, introduction to self. So it's only self-treatment, it's not for treatment with others, but sharing the perspective more than happy, but it's for self-treatment. So then people feel validated, they feel understood, and they suddenly are given, they're suddenly empowered to treat themselves. They go, what are you doing? I'm doing a show. Why? Well, I'm a bit of an emotional wreck right now, and I've had a bit of emotional trauma, but I'm dealing with that, and that's what this is for. So suddenly you can talk about it openly going, I am doing this as a form of self-therapy because I'm because I'm working on myself rather than I don't know why I'm doing it. It makes me feel better, so well, I'll hide it later. The same thing, the same potential. So it's not self. So the, the tagline is it's self-healing, not self-harming. If you just change the tool to a constructive tool rather than a destructive tool, the method is the same, if not actually slightly better, um, in many many ways. That's fantastic. That is really. So that, that's a part of what we do that is that is that is the one part and then obviously talking therapy so shifting perspectives talking to people a lot of people are having the clinic again it just said i don't i don't necessarily deal with people who come to me to address self-harming they come to me for other issues but the self-harming is a history or you see repetitive niches i get a lot of gym goers oh, i've got to go to the gym oh, i've got to go for a run um and you you can start to address and start to pluck away at the underlying causes why they have to go for a run what are you running away from? Uh, I have to go to the gym because I have to get stronger. Why do you feel weak? Or what has, or who has made you feel weak? So why, 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 why? It's, this, it's, the, it's the question that everyone, that every parent curses for their kids, but it is the most valuable question in the world. Um, why? Wow. Even what you just <laughs> said there, like, what are you running away from? What do you feel weak about? It's, there's an ulterior motive to what the words that, that what they're doing, isn't it? It's all... Yeah. Exactly. So that shows that there is it is a coping mechanism for something else. You're going to the gym for a reason other than you want to go to the gym. If you are someone who is who is, you know, imbalanced, they've done the work, they go, I just love going to the gym. I just love feeling um, healthy. So it's a positive, positive, positive. Oh, I have to because it, 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 it gets rid of the stress from the day. I have to to blow off some steam. I have to to because I feel weak. I, feel, I, I don't feel strong enough to cope with my weakness. I do this. I have to to get away from my parents, my partner. I have to get away to get my kids. They're running away from something. They're doing it because of a negative rather than for a positive. Yeah. Oh, my word. Quite important to note that not everybody goes running or goes to the gym for that reason. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. I've, had a, I've had a lovely guy come in and he... Um, he used to he used to run. Well, he he runs. He loves he loves running. But now he just loves running. And we were going for challenges. And he was always running and he was always doing this. And we talked about we didn't actually talk about the root causes around it. What we talked about was challenging himself to overcome the goals of his races. And you know, looking at himself and looking at how much work he's done for himself and how much time he's spent on himself and how much value he must put in himself because of everything that he's done. So I shifted the perspective from 
I have to run to cope with these things to look at all these things you are doing for yourself. And now he's sitting there going, it's like, well, I still like running, you know, and I, I can, I just run the occasional, the occasional seven or eight miles, you know, as you casually do seven or eight miles. Um, and I just enjoy going out for a bit of a run now, a bit of a run, seven or eight miles later. So this is from a non-running um, yeah, I think I think I think there's something else I fancy doing. I'm not sure what that is because he's got he's he no longer runs for an emotional reason. He runs because he loves running. So now his spirit is going. Well, great. Now what we can now what can we do? Because his all of his time and his energy and his emotion was taken up for having to run, and now it's freed up because he doesn't have that emotional charge, that emotional weight, that emotional baggage, that emotional cause. And now he's going. So what do I fancy doing now? And it's lovely to watch him because he's just, he, so that's for him to find out, but he's following, he can now follow his spirit and now follow his heart because his heart is emptier of the bucket full of crap. Jeez. So like if people, and this goes for all kinds of mental health, not just self-harm, like, you know, if people empty their bucket of crap, their spirit becomes cleansed and, and freer. So they want to explore more, and gain more life is that, would that they be? want to live they want to they want to live and and living is you know the, the 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 one of the things that many people agree on is the whole purpose of living is to live is to experience life so we touched on the heart there there's a there's a phrase within chinese medicine called misting of the heart misting of the shen and the emotions the concept is that the, the spirit the the real us not the physical us, you know, the outer body us, the me wearing these clothes or this body this beard whatever but the actual me the real me that's busy yelling at the inside, just going, you know, let's get out of this. Let's find this dark place. Let's find this light. The, the part of you that whispers in your head in the darkness going, well, go on, let's just get up one more day. The part of you that loves you absolutely, infinitely, unconditionally, um, that is the, the one that's keep the bit, the bit of you that's keeping you going. So that resides within us. It travels around the body and it, it goes off and does its thing but at night it sits in the heart it lays in the heart and it rests in the heart but if our heart is full if our heart is heavy we go back to the egyptian concept of measuring your heart the weight of your heart against the feather it's not your physical heart it is the weighting of a so we have a heavy heart my heart is heavy with the emotions that i carry and the burdens that i carry uh, and it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful sad thing but if if, um, if we do not carry those burdens our heart is light we are light-hearted <laughs> and this is why I love I love the phraseology, I love words. So we are light-hearted because we're no longer burdened and heavy of heart and heavy in the chest because we've expressed them, we let them out. Our spirit can rest, our spirit resides, and our re spirit rests peacefully in us in, in our, within ourselves because it's not cramped and crowded and pushed out by everything that's that we're burdened and carried by. So is that why at night you can't really sleep? Some people struggle with sleeping because the spirit can't rest. Yes. So the partly so the insomnia was part of it. So a busy a busy head, but also yes, the spirit can't rest. So we feel restless. We feel we want to sleep, but we just can't settle. We can't get comfortable. We can't find that that place where we just get you know are able to just settle down because our our spirit is restless because it can't sleep. It's like having a it's like having a bed full of cats. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. You gotta, you gotta kick the you gotta kick the cats out for you to get a good night's sleep. You try sleeping with a bed full of cats, or or you know sleep over with your with your children. That one's you know they keep stealing the duvet and kick you. But um, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing as long as you get some sleep and you know for one night. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm, I'm blown away. It's, it's this wizardry of TCM again. It just it just blows my mind. <laughs> I love it. The the, the, the TC, so the TCM is beautiful. The TCM is a fantastic thing because you know this all this all came from the TCM teachings and the traditional teachings. But you know the the uh, the heavy heart is an Egyptian concept. So that's an Egyptian concept. The thoth, thoth and, weighing, and weighing the weight of the heart against the feather is an Egyptian concept. These are not concepts specific to TCM. Obviously, TCM is a broad, broad scope thing for, for, uh, for Asia and the East, that kind of side. But you will find these concepts throughout every single form of, I'm not going to use a re religion because religions are, are institutionalized um, uh, philosophies. Mm -hmm. um, but within the original philosophies, within the original Buddhism, within the original Taoism, within the religious, within, within the original philosophical concepts that the, the, these people tried to guide us to, even within Christianity, within the original stuff, um, these are the concepts you know uh, that 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 were taught. So it is not specific to TCM. Wow. And this is why I love the kind of stuff you read it and you go, well, that's just like that and just like that and just like that and just like that. And you suddenly find the common links that they've been trying to teach us for a very long time in different ways, different methods from different perspectives in the hope that one day we actually might pay some attention. Well, I was just going to say, why are we trying to reinvent the wheel when it's already done for us millions of years ago? <laughs> because unfortunately, people broke the wheel. People added spokes to the wheel and made the wheel their own and told you that and, and or claimed that you had to give them money to order to use the wheel. Or, um, you must follow this wheel and you cannot use any other wheels. Unfortunately, it became institutionalized or standardized or and it became the definition of right or wrong this is right and that is wrong rather than the fact that they're saying the same thing from a different way we have the the et concept two two perspectives both people in an argument are correct from their perspective yeah and when you appreciate you go well i if i'm right if you're right then i must be wrong but i think i'm right therefore you must be wrong no i am right and you are right from the perspective you are arguing from. We are both right. Yeah. And we are both wrong. Because <laughs> we can have a third guy come in and blow us both out, both out of the world. Yeah. Oh, massive. I'm going to do a show on perspective in the next season because I think it, it changed my life. Perspective changed my life because as soon as you look at it from the other angle, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> the simplest thing of for, for someone like me of thinking, well, hang on a second. All those times when I thought I was wrong, that's because I told myself I was wrong. It just because they had a different opinion to me doesn't mean that I was wrong and that mine was wrong. Mine was just as right as theirs. Yeah. Or at least had the potential to be with a bit of thought and a bit of process, but I automatically assumed, well, you're you're saying it with more confidence, you're saying it with with more belief, you're saying it the same as those three other people there, and I'm thinking something different. Therefore, I must be wrong. So I put myself down because I assumed that it was it was always one up, one down. Yeah, but that's not true. We're all on the same level. We are all correct from the perspectives that we are looking from. You know, every it just is. We're just all equal. We are, you know, all, all men are created equal, all women are created We are all equal in the grand scheme of things because we are all live, trying to live our lives in our truth, from our perspective, our way, the way our bodies want to, following our path, our passions, our heart, our spirit. So no, it's not going to be the same as yours because I'm not you. Yeah, and we're all unique, aren't we? Nobody yeah. is the same. Yeah, so why should we why, so why would we expect that, that person to do the same thing as us and us to do the same as them when we're not the same? You might choose to. You go, yeah, I, fit, I like that. I think that, but I tweak it a bit. 
But yeah. you know, oh, you're saying I have to do it like that, therefore I have to do it like that. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. You just don't. Do you? And, 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 be, and be proud. Be you. And that's what we're saying about going back to the spirit. My spirit wants to go on a blacksmith course. Why? I have no idea. I just fancy it. So what did I do? Me and my dad were on a blacksmith course. Oh, I've never we? used blacksmith. Yeah, we did. Yeah. He's like, well, should we go on a blacksmith course? Yeah. Why? Don't know. Fancy it. Okay. Um, instant manifestation. Why? Because both of us had the urge to ex- wanted to want and they want to experience what blacksmith was meant. We loved it. It was great. Fantastic. Had a great day. I made a poker. Gave it to my dad. Um, have I done blacksmithing since? No. Do I have any urge to do blacksmithing since? No. Why? Because I've done it and I know that I can. I know I enjoyed it, but it has no place in my current life. But it was a seed. It was a nugget. It was annoyance of going, well, I really want to do that. Why? I don't bloody know. I just felt like doing it. Yeah. But we don't let ourselves do that. We don't let ourselves be uh, spontaneous. Because you can't do that. You can't. What's the point in doing that? You wait. Isn't this just a waste of time and a waste of money? Yeah. Or it's fulfilling my heart's desire for this moment. For, because why the bloody hell not? Yeah. Like. Why the bloody hell not? Just go and do it. And and it's like with opinions as well. Like at the moment, it feels like no one's allowed their own bloody opinion. Everybody's got to agree. No, stop that now. Like we are allowed to have our own opinions. We're allowed to disagree. That's the that's the beauty of life. Yeah. And you know, you, you, you've always you've got the culture that's overshot slightly. There's so they'll give their opinion against yours. It's like that's entirely defeating the object. Or what is it called? Cancel culture. If you disagree with someone that's it you just shut them out of your life like but no this is a conversation the problem is it, even cancel culture is about conflict you have argued with me therefore i write you off well no they were just trying to have in, in when it's done without judgment it's a conversation you can have a blazing row with somebody but if it's a non-judgmental conversation where you're making your point and you're whatever getting loud and row is, is the wrong word a blazing conversation with somebody, a heated, you're getting passionate, right, 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 why thing this and what about that? And then someone sits and going, yeah, you're right, you know, thanks. And you walk off. And anybody watching just go, how do you, you know, how do you, how many money are these guys about to come to blows? No, that's just, a, we just had a, a, you know, a passionate conversation about something that we're deeply emotional about. You can hear me, you know, my voice, my, uh, everything else, the expression, I'm passionate about this. And if someone wants to have a conversation with me, I welcome it. Not because I want to have an argument with you and beat you in an argument, because if you're as passionate about me, you might actually be able to help me um, with something that I have never considered. Precisely. So be passionate. Yeah, you know, t- tell me, just go, you're wrong because of this. And I'll go, crap, yeah. Thank you. But that's how we grow. Yes. Yeah. That's how we grow. We like learn. My, my perspective was out of date, and you gave me that, that, that link, that building block, that little nugget to go, Oh yeah, thank you very much. Oh, I love it, I love it. Thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) Okay. You are allowed to have a conversation, you're allowed to have an opinion, you're allowed to have your own perspective. Yes. And you're allowed to voice it and express it without judgment because it is your perspective and you cannot evolve it, you cannot change it, you cannot adjust it, you cannot learn unless you are expressing and living in the world that you think is right, how you think it is right to do it. Because if you're hiding it away, then you're hiding who you are, you're living behind a mask, you're living behind a lie, and you'll never actually be able to experience the life that you want to live. Um, 
and learn from it and change it and adjust it. It may not even be the life you end up living in five years time, but at least you've given yourself the try, chance to try to go, I really want to try seafood. Why? Because I've never been allowed to try, try seafood because my family hated seafood. And you go and try seafood, go, my God, that's disgusting. But at least I know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know, I love seafood. But, oh, yeah, I love seafood. but you've made the choice. You, I want to try seafood. Why? Because I've never had it before. My brother took up smoking for three months. Why? Because he told himself of his own childhood that he wouldn't take up smoking because he didn't want to influence me into smoking, which completely backfired because I did it anyway. <laughs> but he told himself, I cannot smoke because I don't want to influence my little brother towards something that I believe is a bad idea. So at some point, at one point, he just went, fine, screw you. I'm going to take up smoking. Took up smoking for three months, went, don't like it. Stop. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> what do we put these limitations on ourselves? And like, oh, no, can't possibly do that. Because we're told it's right, we're told it's the right thing to do, we're told it's the easiest thing to do, we're told it's the peaceful thing to do, and we're told that, you know, that's, it's causing drama and trauma and unnecessary fraughtness, if that's even a word. Well, yeah, but you still want to do it, and that's the part that sticks. You still want to do that, you still want to behave that way, you still want to eat that, you still want to wear those clothes, and that doesn't go away because that's you. That's the real you, that's the inside you that no one can ever take away. Um, and that just keeps nudging it again. But I want to wear it. But I want to eat it. But I want to do it. But I want to go there. Yeah. But you can't. But you shouldn't. But you wouldn't. You're not supposed to because they say you can't, and because it costs might cost too much money. But I still want to do it. Yeah. Sod it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you would like to share with the listeners that we may not have covered? Ooh. Okay um there was one there was one that came up so the main thing is probably what's the lovely one there's a there's a harry potter quote we actually got on our wall um one may find what is it one may find help in the darkness one may one need only remember to turn on the light so People who, so people who are out there, people who are listening to this, who are lost in a dark place, who don't know how to get out yet. Caveat word. Yeah. Yet. The fact that they are listening to this, the fact that they are asking, the fact that they are searching means that they have not given up. The fact that the inner part of them, the inner spark of them is fighting for survival, is fighting to, 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 help release the real you the re get rid of the burdens of you the masks that have been placed upon you that hopefully that they're sitting there just going oh yeah why do i keep listening to this crap why do i do why am i doing torture myself with this because some part of you knows that it's true loves you for you and is searching for a way out yeah if they didn't you'd be dead already so you will keep looking have that light switch have that little light bulb of you the only light bulb is you because that's the light within you the spark within you the beauty within you the fantastic moment of you the bit you were born with that then got covered and smothered with a whole lifetime of crap from other people and you took it on board and you've been carrying it ever since the little spark of you that is in there however small or dim it may be at this time it is still there so trust that it is there know that it is there love the fact that it's there love the fact that it keeps dragging you to listen to these damn things keeps making you read books and making you watch programs and making you read other stuff with the right perspective you will be able to shift 
and start to ditch these things in your way. And it is in your way, not the way anyone tells you to do. In order to get healthy, you need to do this, 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 this. No, because you can do that a thousand times and read a thousand people that say you need to do this, 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 and this. No, that, 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 and that. If you do a bit of this, you do a bit of that, and you do a bit of the other, because that's right for you, then screw it, that's right for you. Yeah. Follow your heart, follow your dreams, follow your perspective, follow your light, and you'll do all right. That was, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. That's like touched my heart a little bit, actually. Thank you. So, Andy, my final question to you is because, uh, you know, I have a lot of listeners in the Reddish area and whatnot. So if, if any of the listeners are listening and thinking, I would like to go and speak to that guy, get his booklet, do his Gua Sha course, how can they come and see you? How can they contact you? Okay, simple terms, um, Facebook and Instagram, um, Total Therapy Redditch. Um, we are moving on to a new website, Total Healing Arts. Um, that is me and that is Steph. So we run those clinics and we are always there. Um, they have our, those have our numbers on them. You can contact us. We may not get back to you straight away, but we will always get back to you. So please have patience with us. We do have an email address on there as well, totaltherapyredditch at outlook.com um alternatively and that's just for me personally obviously there are a whole lot of people within the school within the industry um who can help you with that and give you that perspective you know um, chris does fantastic work with these guys and he works with some very serious cases uh, at a very very high level and has done for many years um he's also been doing it longer than me <laughs> he's been doing it longer than me so you know um and he's we have different approaches we have different techniques um and we have different perspectives on those things but hell, they do all right for us. So, um, yeah, Fine. Um, even if, so we go, last one, if you don't feel drawn to contact me and you feel to go a different route, then that's your path. Find the therapist that feels right for you. Find the method that feels right for you. Find the route that feels right for you and the help that feels right for you. Exactly. Do you. <laughs> For you, for no yeah. one else other than you. Yeah, yeah. No you. Don't, don't do it for your family. Don't do it for your friends. Don't do it for your kids. As harsh as that sounds, because otherwise you are living your life and you're making your changes for them. And when it backfires and when you go into that dark place again, you'll blame them because you're doing this for them. No, do it for you so you hold yourself to account. But then all of the actions, all of the progress, all of the growth all of the light or the spark all the beautiful things you can do are your responsibility your fault your doing your actions because you did it for you yeah me yeah. and Philippa, my fault my actions my responsibility you are your own responsibility so do this for you because you're awesome so why that and why the bloody hell otherwise you wouldn't be here exactly because you are awesome like we are all awesome we are all awesome we are all amazing we are we are i just wish people would like realize that and that goes for me as well i can't see it in myself either uh, you know <laughs> i'm still i mean i've been doing this 10 years and i've been working on myself for 10 years and i can talk freely about a lot of things there's still a part of me that just goes why do people keep listening to it? why do people keep coming to my sound i was doing soundbars the other day and i was sitting there going because I'm, I'm, I'm new to sound, but I even know sound and acoustics have been something I've done for, for, for over a decade, a decade and a half. I've done it for myself, on myself. 
and now I'm offering it out to other people. And it's like, do people like these soundbars? And I said, like, well, they keep showing up. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, so, you, you, ten years in, and I'm still not there. <laughs> even the therapists, you know, and, and and that kind of like it gives me a little bit of a fuzzy feeling because I think, do you know what? Like, it gives you like you don't have to be 100% sorted. Like, you're in the process, you're learning, and we're all healing, aren't we? As soon as you start going through the process, you give a lot of peace to people who are in the process. Those of, those of you who are around you are saying, oh, I've done all the work, you're not doing the right thing, who pass judgment, who cast judgment, it's very likely that they haven't actually done the work. People who say, oh, well, you know, I've done this, I've been doing this for, I've been doing this for years, and they sort of tell me about it, and you, know, you need to do this, you need to do this. It's possible that they're not actually haven't, they haven't actually done the work, or they haven't necessarily done the right work. Yeah. And so them so projecting from you and being unjudgmental, the fact that they're judgmental on you automatically shows that they, ha they haven't done, they're not doing the work or they haven't grasped the process because judgment is one of the biggest things that causes trauma on us. Self-judgment and judgment on others. Judgmental of other people is because you're judgmental of yourself. If you're angry at other people, it's because you're angry at other, at yourself. If you yell at other people or you're fearful of other people, it's because you're fearful of something about you everybody around you is a reflection of you or the, the the triggers the things that you see the things that you perceive in the world that feel good or feel bad about are because you feel good or bad about them within yourself the people you admire around you and have traits that you wish you had because you bloody have them you just don't acknowledge it the people that you dislike because they have nasty traits also have traits like you but you don't like to admit it yeah yeah. So everybody is a reflection of you, but so everybody, you know, but if, if, if people around you, yeah, people around you are judgmental or, or telling you you're wrong, um, you need to do this, you need to do that, they haven't gone through the process. Because non judgment is one of the key cruxes to the whole thing. Because in order to do this, in order for you to sit with yourself and say, I might be wrong, you cannot do it judgmentally. Yeah. You can't judge yourself and then correct yourself. Well, that was really crap. That was terrible. That was awful. I shouldn't have done that at all. Right, what can we do about it? I don't know. I'm still pissed off about the fact that I'm yelling at <laughs> Yeah, true. The judgment being judgmental is a fundamental flaw to the whole system because you can't be judgmental when you're trying to correct and adjust things. Yeah. So other people, if other people are judgmental on you, then they're still judgmental themselves, which means they haven't got that depth. They haven't necessarily process that but again the great thing is you can be patient with them and realize that where they, they are where they are they're not yelling at you they're yelling at themselves they're not having a go at you they're having a go at themselves they're not frustrated with you they're frustrated with themselves and you do you let them do them i'm gonna to have to do a show on judgment now i think as well. <laughs> <laughs> so many ideas this is why i love the podcast because it, it just births a new idea every time i love it <laughs> there's so many there's so many different you know so many different branches to it there's so many different limbs to it and this is this is why the healing process is quite tricky because you've got really good over fear anxiety anger emotion judgment self you know self-doubt self-worry um da -da 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 -da. what is the self i don't really know because no one knows all this kind of thing what is spirit but the great thing is when you start looking at them from every angle angle you pick together the pieces and go okay we've dealt with judgment fake fantastic how about anger oh god there's another one. right anger okay where did the anger come from where did the hate come from where did the shame come from shaming 
Yeah, you got to eat one on shame is a fantastic one. You shouldn't have done that because that makes you a bad person. Says who? Yeah, just you. <laughs> just you. Or society. And again, the difficulty is society says, oh, you shouldn't do that. But why not? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. My God, well, thank you so much, Andy. This has been fantastic to speak to you. And, and you know, I hope the guys will hear what you've said and, and realise that, you know, if they are self-harming, you're doing it for a reason that you're not, you know, it's not that you're a lost cause or you want to kill yourself or anything like that. There is a reason your body is trying to expel the heat and the emotions within you. And it's for you to, to find ways to do that safely. Very much so. Very much so. And Safely if... and constructively. So, and again, letting out the heat, letting out the heat just lets out out the heat. If you're, you know, you, you sit there, you have a nice cold shower, or and then whatever, write, paint a picture, express how you feel in whatever wild, wacky, silly, crazy, ridiculous way. Yeah. Let let it, let yourself express it. Write poetry. You like write songs. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just it gets it out of you, and then you go. You can look at a picture, even if you look on a picture and go, oh, going, wow, that's an absolute mess. But I felt, you know, I feel like a mess. It's just a mess. It's just chaos. Why did I, why did I paint that? Because at the time I felt like chaos. Yeah. This is me on a painting, you know, I've got a few of those myself. Have you? Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some random, I've got some really random ones. Um, I went shamanic a few times. I've got some animals and things. I've got um, perspectives of myself that, I, that I've done. I've just got some random, I, 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 I painted over a few of them, but others are just, it's just, most of mine was writing. I did poetry, um, prose, and uh, writing. I've written a few stories as well, so I've got long stories and short stories. So I've started four books with various, at various stages in my life. I haven't finished them yet, but, you know, the problem is I did the work and I've, I've diffused the energy, so now I've got nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Oh, my God. That's so good, though. I'm going to write all this stuff up and stick it in the Facebook group so that people can refer back to it. And I'm definitely going to stick a, a link to a gua sha tool just so that people know what it is. It's not some, you know, it's quite simple jades sort of yeah. thing, isn't it? Look yeah. up how to use it safely or do a short course. There's plenty of them. Obviously, we, you know, school does them, we do them. Um, there is plenty of training to how to do this properly. Um, just so you just so going in with with an educated mind rather than just going around rubbing on things with a with a piece of jail piece of jade um yeah. but yeah absolutely um there is so much that can be done and those are those are those are all tools to give you headspace then you've got to do the work yes you've got to do the work otherwise you're just going to spend the rest of your life doing work showing yourself and nobody wants that nobody wants that amazing well thank you so much andy and i i think yeah. we, we we might need to hear from you about the uh, the sound baths as well and how that works with the mental health absolutely very happy to very happy to amazing. well excellent well thank you so much andy you're welcome and i will speak to you very soon sarah thank you thank you take care so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our complete show with Andy Morgan of Total Therapy Redditch, all about self-harm, why we do it, what it actually is, and how we can practice it safely. I do hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, I will, as I said, put the link to the Gua Sha tool onto the Facebook page if you guys would like to purchase one and look into practicing self-harm safely because as we've just learned there is an actual reason as to why we do it so let's make it safe okay well join me 
in two weeks' time on Saturday, the 23rd of April, where I'm going to be delivering a show all about why we are addicted to stress, drama and anger. Yes, that's right. Why we are addicted to stress, drama and anger. Now, you may be thinking, why would she do that? Wow. I would tell you, how many people have you heard say, why do I always attract the wrong ends? Why do I always have the drama? Why do I always have X, Y, Z? Well, there is a reason. There is a logical reason to this. And I'm going to bust it for you. So join me on the 23rd of April, where I'm going to be diving into that. But until then, stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you all again very soon. You've been listening to the It's A Crazy Life podcast. My name's Sarah and I've been your host. This podcast is dedicated to raising awareness for mental health whilst helping to end this stigma. 